All right, we are back. This is Jason. And I'm Angel. And we are Focus Marriages. Hey, we just want to come back on here and just continue our conversation in on um, cherishing and just really the importance of how to cherish one another. But one thing that we talked about, you know, between the last um, podcast and this one is, man, we was like, man, we got to go back to the beginning. Yeah. We got to go back to the beginning of time in Genesis when Adam and Eve were created. Mm -hmm. And so we're just going to jump right into it and kind of pick up things where we left off, you know, in our book that we're reading as it relates to cherish. So I'm going to pick up here and then we'll continue and have some dialogue and conversation around it. It says right here, it says, men, if you want superlative satisfaction in your marriage, if you would enjoy a love for your wife that has no compare, if you want to know what it truly means to cherish your wife, then go back with me to the beginning of time when Adam walked the earth with God. Learning to cherish our wives takes us all the way back to the Garden of Eden. All right. Then it also talks about here how it says Adam watched animals. He discovered a wide variety of plants, had trees to climb and talked to a God who was beyond imagining. But there was no one like him. No one. God then put Adam in a deep sleep. And when Adam woke up, he could hardly believe his eyes. And even before I go on there, a lot of us as men, we need to wake up. We need to wake up and really see our spouses, our wives, our fiancés, our girlfriends for who they truly are. And then back here, back to the book now. And then it says, before him stood Eve, like him in the most important ways, but also, also so unlike him even in more important ways. Those lips, eyes that seem curiously softer, legs like his, but somehow gloriously different. Then he talked about the breasts and all the other things. He talked about the curves from her shoulder to the, her feet. You know what I'm saying? To this day still makes him sigh or makes men sigh. I'm telling you, ladies, y'all got some power. When we as Thank men, <laughs> no, <that's right. laughs> when we as men start really seeing the the attributes and the physicality of, you know, the the, the shape, you know, of a woman, it, it's eternal and, and it grabs our attention. But even in this, we have to know and realize that it's so important for us to understand and know that, man, that's how we got to start seeing our spouse, our spouses, the same way that Adam saw Eve in the garden. Now, here's a few things that we wanted to share to kind of break this down and kind of put it into some unorganized fashion. And so when we talk about the men, this is how men really should cherish their wives. And we're, same we're referencing spouses for this for this podcast, yeah, exactly. but you related to your situation, whether that's engaged, fiance, or seriously dating. Absolutely. We're this just going to reference spouse. This is all the above. Yes. Right? So let's just get with the men and how they should really look at their wives or how they can go about it. And these are just a few points, not all, but just a few that we wanted to highlight. Number one is when we look back at Adam and being that example and that foundation, we see that number one is Adam made a choice. Yep. Even though, yes, he was put to sleep. Yes, he woke up and saw 
this Eve and like, whoa, my goodness, man. like, whoa, man, that's where a woman came from. It's like, <laughs> whoa, man, like, what is this God? Because it was like no other. Right. It wasn't like the animals that were created. It wasn't like the mountains, the hills, the, the trees, waters, the fish, the, the water. Rivers. It yeah. was like no other. Right. And men, we have to make a choice to see our spouses, our girlfriend, our fiance in that same light. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's making a choice. Number two is we have to see her only for who she is. You can't compare her to all these other girls that you may have went out with, this, that, and the other. Man, take this woman that you have right here before you and see her for who she is and the beauty that she beholds. I like the prayer that he prayed early on in his marriage. Yeah, why don't you read that? Lord, let my wife define beautiful to me. Let her be the standard for what I find most attractive. Absolutely. And you can change this to say, Lord, let my girlfriend or or my fiance define beautiful to me. Let her be the standard for what I find most attractive because see, the men are supposed to find the women. That's right. Women are not supposed to go chasing men. Say that again. Men are supposed to find the women. Women are not supposed to go chasing men. Yeah. And so even with that, I mean, I'll take it a step further. Women, present yourself in an attractive way. Amen. And I'm not talking about I got to be careful of my words. I'm not talking about, you know, you got stuff hanging all over the place and it's inappropriate. But just present yourself in a very classy, attractive manner. Right. So you can attract the right man. Yeah. Just because they make it, though, don't mean everybody's supposed to wear it. Come on now. I'm just saying. I'm saying it with you. I'm just real talk. Real talk. Hashtag real talk. Come on now. Yeah. So (laughs) because they make it, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're supposed to wear it. Yeah. Put some stuff. Let's be mindful of what we put on our bodies and make sure that it complements our shapes. Come on now. Amen. And that's how a man finds a woman. Yes. So now, so one, guys, I'm making a choice. Number two, he's going to see her only for who she is. Number three, fellas, you got to make sure you do this, is guard against building an attraction to any other. Amen. Come on, fellas. Let's just be real. Focus attention. That's why we got focused marriages. Yes. Because it's giving soul attention to your marriage and to your spouse. Yes. Fellas, I don't care what you say. Men are visual. Yes. You're out there in the world. You're going to work. You're out with your boys. You're doing whatever it may be. You see other attractive women. Let's just make Especially that be known. Especially when the weather break is real noticeable. Yes. But now, how you handle that situation when right. you see her is you may see her. And this is how I am with Angel. I may see another attractive woman, but there's only one for me. Amen. And that's my wife. Amen. Come on there. Say amen again. Amen. There you go. All right. <laughs> uh, I only see one. And I see her for only for who she is and not for who others are. So I'm not going to compare her and or I'm not going to put myself in a compromising position that allows me or puts me in a position to where I'm being tempted mm-hmm. to be attracted to something that I don't supposed to be attracted to. Mm-hmm. We already been down that road. Been Ain't going there again. That. Amen to that. Amen again. Amen. Uh, so that's number two. Number three is is make sure that you're going to compliment her beauty. Actually, that was number four. But compliment her beauty. Mm-hmm. Let her know how beautiful she looks. I mean, we were out the other night and we was amongst a bunch of other couples and stuff. And I just took a step back and I just gazed and looked around the room. And I looked at my wife. I said, man, I got the best chick in the house. Like, my wife is fine. Mm-hmm. 
I watched okay. her smile. I watched her posture. I looked at like what she had on. I mean, she may not even think she had on anything, like, but just whatever she had, I didn't. It but... was a, it was attractive to me. Oh. And so I'm just sitting there, and I got like the, this inner smile going on because she's beautiful in my eyes. Oh. And she is like no other in my eyes and for my life. And because of that, and when I share that with her, it just bonds our relationship and causes us to be even closer as a couple. I share too that he's you do. handsome. Yeah, so we're gonna get to the women. So that's a good segue, all right? So women, how women should cherish or show a cherishing attitude towards their husband, mm-hmm. their fiance, and or their boyfriend. Right. Number one is commit to the fact that no man can be everything. Ladies. Amen. Take that list and throw it in the trash. There's only one that can be everything, it's and that's only God. One that, amen. And we're not married to God. Right. You know, we have that intimate relationship with God. Right. But we're talking about like here in the natural realm. But he's our father. Absolutely. He's our father. And God, and that's why God created men and women to have that level of intimacy and yes. companionship towards one another. Mm-hmm. But you got to realize that you got to be committed to the fact that no man can be everything. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be that tall, dark, handsome, bald-headed, buff dude making, you know, sick, well in the six figures, this and the other. That can all change that. the car. Yeah. That can all. go make, do his six-figure job, come home, cook dinner. Yes. Take the, he can take the trash out, <laughs> uh, do the lawn, all these everything. Things, yeah. He you don't exist. Kids and right. you just stay home and be pretty. He, he don't exist. And, and you know what? And I'll jump in and I'll say this to you, Angel. Thank you for accepting me for who I am, even with my inconsistencies. Because your acceptance of me, in spite of my imperfections, allowed me to strive for perfection. And so for that, I appreciate it. I appreciate you too. All right, so back to you all. Uh, So commit to the fact that no man can be everything. Number two, don't compare. Don't compare your husband to other men you may have dated. John, Tim, and Jim. Yeah, don't compare <laughs> him to them. Accept that man for who he is for you. We went through that even in our relationship. Early when we were yeah, dating. Right, we were dating. Um, Angel was married before, and she had a wall up. Mm-hmm. And what was your famous statement? I'm not saying all, famous statement, but... All guys are the same. And I had to check her right there. Mm-hmm. I had to let her notice I had. Hold on. I know how you feel about your previous, you know, husband. I know what you went through and I sympathize for you on that. However, I'm not him. Yeah, but it's easier for guys to say that I'm not like another when you don't have consistency. So for me to to get rid of that way the way I was feeling, I had to see consistency. Consistency over time produced trust which ultimately let me bring the wall down. That's right. Tear the wall down and experience what God wanted me to experience in this relationship. Come on now. And because of my consistency, we have been married for 22 years and we've been together, excuse me, for 25 years. And we still enjoying ourselves. I love it. Yep. Amen. So that was number two. And then number three is, is communicate to him with your eyes, your attention, your words, and acceptance. And acceptance. Yes. 
There is Do nothing. I appreciate you that way? You do. I'm going to tell you, and I didn't tell you this when you did it. So we do like the Marco Polo thing. And I sent her a little Marco Polo note the other day because she liked that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to lie. When you winked at me <laughs> and you blew a kiss at me, oh, man, that gave me chills. Matter of fact, that allowed me to go back to work and work even harder. Oh. So that was special. So it was just those gestures, mm-hmm. those little things to just show your intimate love and your attraction for me and your acceptance of me in my life that just really, it motivates me. And that's to any one of you all ladies towards your husband, man, just make that dude feel like he the champ, like he the man. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, and as both, as a couple, when you begin to do all these things that we're sharing here, mm-hmm. there's an exchange that's taking There's place. sowing and a reaping. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And when you sow, you reap. When you yes. sow, you reap. Now, here's one thing that I want to caution you all on. We're going over these points here, but I also want you to make sure that when you do these things, you have to do them with an unconditional heart. Yes. Meaning that you have to do it there no regardless. Yeah, that regardless of how he or she responds. Right. I'm going to still see her for only who she is. Right. I'm going to continue to guard against building an attraction to any other. I'm going to continue to make a choice. I'm going to continue to compliment her beauty. Right. Because all of what we do, it shouldn't be based upon what we're going to receive. Yeah, the actions of another. Yeah, because how often do we even say little stuff like, I love you, and then you sit there and pause, you and you response. wait for a response. Mm-hmm. How about just saying, I love you, Regardless of whether or not they respond or not, mm-hmm. you're saying I love you because that's what I wanted to do. That's good because those who are having challenges in their relationships, whether you're married, engaged, or um, seriously dating, this is good for you to know that although you may experience challenges, your your partner may not be responding the way you want them to respond. Your partner may not be communicating the way you want them to communicate. Continue to do what you're doing, you will eventually win them over. It says yeah. in First Peter's that um, a, that the woman won her husband over by her conduct. That's right. So we keep our conduct consistent with the attributes of Christ, then we can win them. Absolutely. And we just talked about that. The mm-hmm. same way when you were, you know, in your early on our relationship, mm-hmm. it was my consistency. Mm-hmm. I shared and did things towards you and for you unconditionally regardless of how you may have responded mm-hmm. and look at the results that we have right now. I was able to let the barriers down. Whoop, there it is. Hey, this has been great. This has been awesome. And so, hey, we're going to end it right here. We can continue on with more, but hey. We'll come back. We'll come back to it. And also, too, here's some things we want you all to do. Um, one, share this with somebody else. Share this podcast with some of your other friends, other couples. Um, if you're married and you know some seriously dating and or engaged couples, share this podcast with them as well as our website. All right. Um, the other thing, too, is share and discuss this with your spouse. Yes. You know, I'm pretty sure there are more women on here than they are men. Mm-hmm. However, ladies, share this podcast with your husband. Have a conversation with Sit down. Husband. Right. Sit down. Listen to the podcast. And then you all have a conversation after that to say, hey, how can I cherish you even more? Right. Or what is cherishing to you and what does that look like? Right. So that I can be on point with it. All right. And then also, too, for couples, uh, whether you're dating, um, engaged or married, if you're having a challenge in this area and you need somebody to kind of help coach you through it so that you can experience God's best in it, 
send us an email and or go to our website and schedule um, a one-on-one session with us. We would love to be a part of, you know, the um, of your journey as far as, you know, getting to where you want to be in your relationship. And that's what this thing is really all about. You know, so, hey, we appreciate you guys for tuning in. Thank you for being a part of today's podcast. But again, share this with others. And hey, this is Jason and Angel Scott with Focus Marriages. And we are Coaching Coaching Marriages Marriages to to victory. Victory. Be blessed.